Hello and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to my podcast. As I often utilize mature language and discuss mature topics. So with that being said, I want to talk about... How do I, how do I start this is really, um, where I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to start this particular episode just because I know that I'm choosing a topic that is heavy, um, It's heavy for me and it's heavy for many people. So I want to talk about the situation in Cuba a little bit. I want to talk about how it personally affects me and my family members and some of my close loved ones. And I just want to talk a little bit about that. And I want to be really open and honest with all of you about my feelings And so disclaimer, additional disclaimer, if you feel like anything that is remotely political is something that you find triggering, then I would suggest that you do not listen to this episode um, because I am going to be talking about how I feel about Cuban people. And there will be things said that are not positive. Now, clarification. Clarification. I do not support the Cuban government. So I'm putting that out there. But because I am Cuban, I am a Cuban-American, I love a lot of things about my people and then there's things that I don't love that I feel like I need to be honest about on here. So, first of all, I want to address the situation in Cuba currently. Um, The level of bravery, courage, desperation that it takes For these people to be out on the streets fighting for their freedom. I mean, it's it's both painful and beautiful to watch, to know about. Um, So just a little bit of history. Um, You all know I was born and raised in Miami, but I am a first generation American. So being first generation, I am a daughter to two Cuban parents. Um, And my father was a political prisoner in Cuba. He had to flee the country because he was going to be killed for being against the government. Um, And so as long as I can possibly remember, all I ever heard my father talk about, and I'm talking about every single day of 
his life. He talked about his country being free and how badly he wanted that. And he had such high hopes. He did not lose hope. Not one time. He, every single moment, every single year, he would say, watch, this is going to be the year that my country's free and I'm going to get to take you and have you see it. Have you see where, where I come from, where you come from? Because this is my heritage. And so I know that my father, wherever he is right now, is so proud of his people, his Cuban brothers and sisters, for fighting for freedom. I'm proud to. I'm hurting for them. Um, but I am proud too. And um, full disclosure, I did vote for President Biden. However, I am one of those Biden supporters that absolutely believes there should be some kind of intervention. At the same time, I also understand that the president is between a rock and a hard place. Um, A lot could go wrong if he intervenes. It's a lot. So if he intervenes by, let's say, providing the government with funds or, you know, resources for the people, let's say. He's providing the government with that assistance, not the people. And so the idea is to cut off resources to the government so that it puts that pressure on them to um, essentially a change, for, for the system to change. Okay, because if you keep on providing resources, you're, you're going to maintain the current regime, which is not what anybody wants. Um, freedom is what every single human being on this earth deserves. And so that's my bed, like always making all the noise. Um, anyway, it's complicated. It's such a complicated situation because people, people here in Miami have family in Cuba and they send money to their family. So that, you know, they can buy their food and survive. So it's like, what do you do? Do you stop sending your family money and risk that they go hungry to prove a point? To try to cut off the resources to the government? Or do you keep on sending them money to help them survive? But then it maintains this this communist regime. It's it's very complex. And so I understand that in for me, I'm impatient and I want to see something happen. So of course... I'm here like, yo, Biden, what's up? Homie, let's do something, right? But at the same time, I also understand that there is an involvement with, you know, Russia and China and and things could go terribly wrong for the US if there is involvement. So it's like, I, I, I'm just wondering what his thought process is, you know, what he thinks should be done moving forward. I I don't even know what I would do if I were president. So I'm trying not to be judgmental about it. Um, It's a hard situation. I come from a family of survivors. My father, my mother, who went to Cuba on a boat to rescue my paternal grandmother 
during the Marielle invasion, my aunt, who went to Cuba on a boat to rescue her brother and her father during the Marielle invasion, they both almost drowned. Um, they were on separate boats, but they both almost drowned. It was it was a whole thing um, that they experienced, and I can't even imagine going through that. Risking my life on a flimsy lanchita, like a little a little boat that's like not super sturdy or super secure to go get my family. And so shout out to my family of survivors. Um, I want to see this end. I want to see a free Cuba, a free Venezuela, a free Nicaragua. I believe everyone deserves complete freedom. Free speech. I get to have this podcast and I get to say that I do not like President Trump or rather former President Trump. I do not like him. And nothing's going to happen to me for saying that. The worst thing that's going to happen to me is that I may lose some followers that do support him. That's okay. That is your right. But that's it. You can't do that in Cuba. Look what happens. You get killed. People are getting killed for standing up for what they believe in, for, for wanting basic human needs and rights to be met, to be met, like medication, food, water, access to healthcare, shelter. I mean, these are things that we should all have access to. And so the situation is heartbreaking and hits home for me. And I have seen how it's affected my family and some, you know, close loved ones. And it's hard to watch. And thinking about my dad every moment of every day already as it is. But with this added layer of what's going on in Cuba, it's just very... uh, bittersweet because I know that his heart would be hurting but at the same time he'd be so proud he'd be so proud of his people because they're literally willing to die for their cause that's intense and so my heart is with Cuba My heart is with the Cuban people. I love my culture. I love my cafecito. I love my food. I miss my dad's cooking so much, but I have been throwing it down, y'all. Your girl can cook. Let me tell you. I made masitas de puerco this weekend. They were fire. Um, I love our food. I love our jokes, our sense of humor. Cubans are like with it. Like we're very like, slick and charming and funny and witty and smart we're savvy and you know cubans we we always have connections to everything it's like oh you need a barber i got you you need a makeup artist don't worry about it i got you what you need your roof repaired 
I got you. Like we just have connections. We we know everything about everything. It's it's amazing. Um, we're in the know. But here are some of my issues. Okay, this is where it's gonna get real. I'm here for people in Miami and all over the country showing support to Cuba by, you know, manifesting and protesting and whatnot. I think that's great. I think that's a beautiful show of support for us to stand in solidarity with them. But what breaks my heart, and I'm not going to say all Cubans because I'm not going to generalize, but a lot of Cubans are the first ones, the very first ones, to say, if you don't like this country, leave. Send them back to their country. We don't want no immigrants here. Build that wall. Build that wall so that people don't come in. What do you mean Black Lives Matter? Respect the police. And so these are my issues. And I just feel like we need, we need to hear each other. We need to increase our empathy for one another. Because this situation hits me personally because of my father and my mother, my family as a whole. But I'm not black. I'm full of, full of white passing privilege, but I care about black lives. I'm not Arabic, but I care about what's going on. I don't identify as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, but I care about what's going on. I care about immigrants. I care about the people at our border. I care about the people that are trying to come to this country for a better life. I care about the people in Venezuela, in Nicaragua. And I care about my Cubans, of course. I just think there's so much hypocrisy in wanting so badly for people to make noise for your cause, but being bothered and inconvenienced by other causes that are raising awareness to their own issues. That is my problem. And again, I am not saying this is every single Cuban, but a lot of the ones I know are very quick to say those type of comments. And so, what do you do? How do you cope with that? It's it's hard. Um, and I think also a lot of people are finding it difficult to empathize with the horrible 
the tragic things that are going on in Cuba because of the way that Cubans respond to other members of the Latinx community, to immigrants, to black lives. It's, it's, it's hard to feel empathy when you're not receiving it. And a lot of people that do have empathy that are part of the Cuban community are being punished um, inadvertently. We need to start acknowledging other people's hardships. And that's what this particular episode is about. Black lives matter. Human lives matter. Arabic lives matter. LGBTQ plus lives matter. Yes, all lives matter. But guess what? All lives really do matter. It's not just the all lives matter crew that's out here trying to say all lives matter except. No, 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 no. No exceptions. We need to hear each other. If you're not black or a person of color, you're in no position no position to talk to anyone about oh what do you mean black people have a lot of opportunities they have a lot of good things going for them they have jobs they have this i don't want to hear that if you are not a person of color period if you are not cuban venezuelan or nicaraguan you have no reason no way to talk about what it's like to live in a communist regime because you would not know. Those are just three examples, but there's many other communist countries that I'm not referencing right now. You get get my drift. If you don't identify as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, you are in no position to talk about, oh, well... God, it's not it's not that big a deal like why do you need to get married why do you need that or why 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 can't you just be okay with how you were born why do you need to identify as another gender why are there so many labels don't be that person nobody is asking any of you to be accepting of everything right I wish that was the case. I wish we lived in a world full of acceptance. But this is just not it. This is not the world we live in. So what I'm asking is that if you don't know anything about it, if you haven't lived it and breathed it, if you have not experienced it personally, keep your mouth shut. Unless you got something helpful to say. Something compassionate to say that's what I'm saying I love being Cuban but I also understand that we're the most hated of all the Latinos for a reason or rather the Latinx community for a reason because we have a sense of entitlement And we are immigrants that tell people to go back to their countries when we came here for the same reasons that other people are trying to come here. 
How dare we forget where we came from? So in that case, Cubans do know what it's like and are they're here now. So it no longer applies to them. And therefore now they just want to say, hey, if you don't like it, go back to your country and or don't come here because you're not wanted here because it no longer applies. It's no longer relevant. They're here. And again, not every Cuban thinks this way, but in my personal experience, I've heard it a lot. People forget where they came from. If you are not Arabic, you have no right. No right to pass judgment. This just applies across the board. And this is what I'm saying. Right now, I'm a caregiver. I am a full-time caregiver for my mother. And I've had a lot of people making their opinions known about what I should or shouldn't be doing. And as a naturally sensitive person, I have felt personally affected by some of that commentary. Until I realized they're not in my shoes. So am I really going to am I really going to take it in? Am I going to take criticism in? Not constructive criticism, judgment. Am I going to take that in when I am the one that is living and breathing it? The answer is no. And I have to keep telling myself that. No. Very easy to swim and float when you are not inside the water. Right? You got no work to do. You're not in the water. So, (laughs) this is what I'm saying. Stand with Cuba. What's going on there is vicious. It is inhumane. It is disgusting. It is unjust. And they deserve better. Show solidarity. Show support. But stop picking and choosing what to support. And if you don't want to support every single cause, fine. But don't poo-poo them either. Just let people be and just open your heart a little bit more to hearing about another person's experience because you know what we all have our experiences and we cannot relate to every single thing that others experience listening is such a beautiful thing And so that is my rant about that situation. I am open to feedback on it. Um, Look forward to hearing from all of you about it. 
I'm sending so much love to everyone that's listening. And I am praying, praying so hard that there will be a free Cuba in the very near future. And that God keeps its people safe from harm's way and restores their peace. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. Until next time.